0: Good morning and welcome to our time of worship together this morning. Today we're invited to a wedding because our reading this morning tells us of the wedding at Cana of Galilee. And John tells us in this reading that Jesus gave everyone the first sign that he would be the Messiah. And he did so as he demonstrated an abundance of love and grace in a rather unreligious way. What today's reading tells us is that God's deep heart of life is like a source of infinite love. It fills all creation with the gift of abundant grace. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God of grace and love, be known to us wherever we are, wherever we might pause to be near to you. Take us by surprise if we cannot believe that you would visit us meet us wherever you will so that we may receive the wonder of your presence the gifts of your grace for this day and for all that lies ahead we pray in jesus name amen a reading comes from john chapter 2 verses 1 to 11. two days later Jesus' mother was a guest at a wedding in the village of Cana in Galilee, and Jesus and his disciples were there too. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, and Jesus' mother came to him with the problem. Woman, I can't help you now, he said. It isn't yet my time. But his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you to. Six stone water pots were standing there. They were used for Jewish ceremonial purposes and held between 20 and 30 gallons each. Then Jesus told the servants to fill them to the brim with water. When this was done, he said, Doss them out and take it to the master of ceremonies. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. This is wonderful stuff, he said. You're different from most Usually a host uses the best wine first, and afterwards, when everyone is full and doesn't care, then he brings out the cheaper stuff. But you have kept the best for the last. This miracle at Cana in Galilee was Jesus' first public demonstration of his heaven-sent power, and his disciples believed that he really was the Messiah. May God bless this reading from his word. Let us pray generous god your love knows no bound your compassion never fails your grace is freely given to all who would receive it even in ways which surprise us even in the ordinary setting of a wedding for this sign of who you are we praise and thank you and we also thank you for all the people who choose to give freely to others generously giving of their time abilities and money so that these others may receive love, health, wholeness, justice, compassion and education. We thank you for the people who show us, through their daily lives, a generosity that is for everyone. God of grace, in a world where there are great divisions between rich and poor, well-fed and hungry, free and enslaved, help us to turn things around. In a world that demands our attention and time to divert us and distract us from you help us to switch off and slow down so that we might pay more attention to you and in a world that often neglects the vulnerable the lonely the bereaved the young the old the poor help us to turn the tables actively and reach out to the people who need us the most ever-present god Even in these difficult times, may we learn to remain generous as we follow you, generous with our time, our money and our talents, sharing the best we have with all people where possible each day. So we offer our very selves to you as we pray together the words Jesus gave us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I wonder when was the last time that you were at a wedding I remember the last time I was at a wedding it was November 2019 the wedding was one of my nieces I just love a good wedding I love being a guest at a wedding and I love being a celebrant a minister conducting a wedding it's a great privilege it's really interesting and strangely heartwarming that it was at a wedding that Jesus gave what John, the writer of the Gospel, called the very first sign. John's Gospel can be read, if you sit and read it all the way through, as a kind of treasure hunt. Scattered through his Gospel, he placed about six signs that indicate that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. In verse 11 of today's reading, John writes, This event in Cana of Galilee was the first of Jesus' signs. He displayed his glory and his disciples believed in him these signs which jesus places through his gospel are all occasions when jesus did as you might say what at the end of the previous chapter chapter one he said to nathaniel he would do they were all moments when to people who watch even with a little bit of faith they could see in their minds and hearts what Jesus promised Nathaniel he would see the angels of God going between heaven and earth right at the place where Jesus is. They are moments when the transforming love of God bursts into the present world, and we're reminded that as Jesus wrote, as John wrote in, in the first chapter of his gospel, the word became flesh and came among us strangely i can't ever remember hearing a sermon on the wedding at cana when i was young i saw it in an illustrated book of bible stories which uh, we had been given and i read it for myself as a child but i never heard a sermon on it when i was young i was in the united free church and it may be that it was not talked about much because the ministers there were mainly teetotal, and it was tricky for them to know how to deal with a miracle a sign which was to do with changing water into gallons of wine but for a Jewish feast wine was essential though drunkenness was frowned upon the rabbis had a saying without wine there is no joy there are aspects of this chapter in John's Gospel which can lighten our hearts and minds Firstly, the fact that it did take place at an ordinary wedding. Jesus' mother Mary was there and obviously had some role in the hospitality which was being offered to guests. Weddings there and then could take a whole week with meals and feasts to prepare for the guests and usually the women of the families took on the role of organising and providing and serving the food and drink. I have to confess that as being the mother and bride a couple of times that I'm glad our customs are not like that. If the feast ran out of wine, it would have been a social disaster and disgrace, viewed by all as a failure on the part of those providing the feast. The family would have had to live with the shame of it for a long time to come, and bride and groom might regard it as having brought bad luck bad fortune to their marriage right from the beginning so when Mary saw that the wine wouldn't last she told Jesus and obviously trusted that he would do something helpful about it the dialogue they have links this the start of his ministry on earth with its end he tells her his time had not yet come words he used about his crucifixion and he calls her woman the same way he addresses her when she's standing below the cross and when he says to John the disciple writing this gospel behold your mother and to Mary woman behold your son to us reading the English woman it may sound a bit abrupt but it clearly was not offensive when spoken from the cross it placed mary safely in the care of john who were told took her into his household the context in which john places all this the context of jesus ministry on earth from this wedding to his death allows us to see the turning of water into wine as not being like a magic trick but be an expression of what Jesus and his work on earth would all be about he addressed all kinds of problems in his ministry he taught the people about God he challenged those who looked down on ordinary folk he healed the ill and he consoled the troubled and challenged everyone and at this wedding Jesus is already demonstrating his compassion when he meets people who are in need and deals with that need in unexpected ways. At an ordinary wedding in a small place called Cana, among ordinary folk, heaven touched earth. The power of God working in Jesus transformed what happened rather than being a humiliating disaster for the families of the bride and groom what jesus did transformed the moment and it was a true expression of compassion and grace john who wrote this story down for all of us to read was writing about 70 years after the death of jesus and all that time he was remembering he was writing down he was thinking deeply about what life had been like with Jesus and his other followers he discovered meanings and significances which he may not have seen clearly at the time it's almost as if when he wrote about this wedding in Cana he was telling his readers telling us wherever Jesus went whenever he came into people's lives it was like turning water into wine down the centuries he is saying to us transformation is there for all God's compassion for us God's offer of his new life in Jesus is there for us all whoever we are wherever we are whatever we have to face and that is why Jesus came That is why john wrote it all down for you and for me thanks be to god amen let us bring to god our prayers for others let us pray god of miracles and of kindness we pray to you now for all those in our world who feel powerless and who are yearning for change people who are homeless, unemployed, who are the poorest among us. We pray for those who have been bereaved, people who are unable to meet others, those who are despairing of a change for the better. We pray for people across the whole world, thinking of those caught up in wars, in natural disasters, those who are persecuted for their beliefs. Who are refugees with nowhere to live almighty and all-powerful god gives the strength to survive to all who are powerless bring hope into their lives we pray for all those who campaign for freedom for peace for a more just world grant that those who are strong may help those who are weak so that the voices of all may be heard And the rights of all individuals be respected. O God, reach out in love, and help each of us to reach out in love, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The wine has been poured, and we have seen the shape of grace, the abundance of grace, the generosity of grace. And this is our God, and this is how our God lives. Let us join the feast and continue the celebration, ready to share his abundant grace with all those whom we might meet or talk with or think of. And may the blessing of God, Creator, Son and Holy Spirit rest upon each one of us and all those dear to us today and forevermore. Amen.